There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Space, period. Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I am Heather B. Armstrong. And I am John R. Bray. We are going to begin this episode with a comment from someone on an Instagram photo that I posted of myself from last night after I had texted John. <laughs> it's, it's, been, it's been a week. Yeah. It's only Tuesday. We're recording on May 1st, but it has been a hell of a week. I enjoy being away from the breakneck pace of the week on the weekends. However, weekends sort of have seemed to picked up their pace in terms of kids wanting to go here and there and here and there. And like on the weekends, I really want to break from my car because I'm in my car all goddamn week. I lost my childcare when I turned in my book. So I'm having to crunch all of my work into basically a five hour time frame during the week because I have to take my kids to school and I have to pick them up and then the whole afternoon routine starts. So I, I leave my desk at 2.30 every day to go pick them up and then homework and then piano and dance. and Yes. Yeah. So by Sunday, I was a zombie. I was a zombie by Sunday. And like everything that, like the noise of my children breathing was, <laughs> it had gotten to that point. <laughs> And I just was a complete zombie. And um, and then last night, she came home with some math homework. Okay, it's called Eureka Math. Have you ever heard of Eureka Math? You're weak in math? Eureka. Eureka. Oh, I have heard of Eureka Math, yes. Eureka. And it's brilliant, and she came right? Home with this, ugh, she came home with this sheet of fractions. And I understand fractions. And I had to do a Google search. And apparently there's a, a parent portal for Eureka Math, except that to get your hands on the materials that help you as a parent, you have to pay a, a monthly subscription fee. Yep. So I did some Googling and I found something similar to what she was doing. And when I finally figured what the fuck was going on on these two lines on her math page, I realized that the only way that I know how, the only reason that I know how what is going on is because I already understand fractions. If you don't have a like working knowledge of how fractions work, there's no way that you're going to understand how these two lines work. I'm like, how do I explain this to her? Oh, and I will admit, <laughs> I am not proud of this. I will admit that I wrote on the piece of paper, I Googled, I am an adult woman. I do not understand any of this. And then I signed my name. <laughs> Are you serious? That is awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. And then I emailed the teacher and I was like, please help. Please help. She's crying. I don't have any idea how to help her. And the teacher immediately emailed back and she's like, don't worry about it. It's not worth crying over. We'll do it again tomorrow. And that's when I sort of just like slumped in my chair and was rubbing my eyes and didn't realize I still have my mascara on. So I posted this picture last night on Instagram 
where I was like, this not so perfect smoky eye brought to you by, you know, being around my children nonstop, like just the relentless pace of being responsible for their emotional and psychological and physical and financial well-being. It's it's Um, a lot. There's 110 comments so far and someone, I'll just read it. Okay. And I just read this just now, right before we started recording. Okay. I read it yesterday and it's, it's pretty brilliant. Wow. Exclamation point. Your photo came up in the gallery part of this cube form of expression. I felt, wow, this person looks miserable. If you are so upset, which is misspelled, miserable, sad, etc., I hope you seek help because honestly, as a mother, I found your oversharing and over dramatizing, <laughs> dramatizing motherhood and life disturbing. Space, period. I had to click the option show less posts like this space, period, that said, I don't know who I know who follows you, but wow is all I can say. I have never heard a mother speak as you do, period. Lowercase, you should be thankful for your children, or perhaps you shan't had any since your entire shtick is to complain about your life or mental state, space, period. Perhaps getting off social media because honestly, lady, you seem very unwell and also look it. Double space. I am very sorry for you or whatever your problems are, but the internet isn't a place to look for pity or assurance or affirmation and seems this is your goal, space, period. Man, the internet is filled with odd people, space, exclamation point. Thank you. I'm sorry. It's so good, though. <laughs> I it was I totally forgot, but when you got to shant, I like lost my <laughs> shit when I was reading that. Is that like the past tense? I, I don't. I shan't my pants. <laughs> yeah, I have to say too, like you can't really over dramatize parenthood. It is it's it's constant <laughs> drama, and I don't mean that in like the dramatics. But there's the dynamic is just dramatic. It just is. There's so much going on all the time. But she took the time to write that, and you didn't even you didn't even mm-hmm. mention that her ellipses have far too many periods. I think it's written by somebody in Europe because that's what they do in Europe is they put a space between the end of their sentence and their punctuation when they're texting. I found this out when I was in France. I mean, the responses are really nice. You know, don't be such a butthole. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I didn't tell you this part. Like, you can't make it up. You really can't make it up. Last night, Lita and I... Okay, I'm not going to give away any spoilers because we we Gilmore girled it last night and it was a really, 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 really hard episode to watch. And after- Okay, well, where are you? I, honestly, if people haven't seen it by now, come on. Just at least season episode, um, give us some sort of... Emily and What's-His-Nugget are renewing their vows. Oh, Richard, yeah. yeah. Okay. Th- that. Right. What's-His-Nugget. Yeah. I have a hard time with names. <laughs> I'm juggling... I'm juggling fractions in my head. It was a really hard episode to watch. And Lita and I got into a really long discussion afterward about love and life and um, Marlo. <laughs> and love, love, life, Marlo. Marlo. And she said that she had talked to my mom about Marlo and how my mom was talking about how very opposite Marlo is from Lita. And I think... For sure, it has to do with their personalities, but I also think that it has to do with the fact that Marlo is the younger kid, and she's never had to take responsibility or, you know, be the older sibling. And Lita's had that responsibility and has had, you know, 
she takes on a lot because of because her younger sister isn't yet mature enough to handle a lot. So there's that dynamic going on. And so I was like, yeah, Lita, when you when you were eight years old, it was like, I don't know, it was like we we sailed into smooth seas with you. You know, it just got really easy. And nine was a phenomenal year with her. And 10 was glorious. Not that Marlo isn't the most lovely kid ever. She is just still really prickly sometimes. It's a prickly, you know, please don't do that. You're annoying people. Like, please don't. Right. What you're doing and kicking the back of people's seats and like it's, which is a nitpicky thing, but like it's one of like a million things that she's doing as an eight-year-old that six-year-olds do. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and some kids I think are just, they kind of maintain some of those traits Yeah. later in in life. I think that's just sort of how it goes. She enjoys being oppositional, you know? I compared her yeah. to... Yeah. I don't know if I shared this. I was talking to her therapist and I said, you know, Lita is the golden retriever who is by your side and wants to do the best he can for you. And Marlo is the vindictive cat who, if you're sitting on the edge of a building, will come along and shove you off of it. That is Marlo. <laughs> That's actually a really good analogy, too, because I think she's still at that age where she'll she'll do that because she doesn't fully follow through to what the end consequence is mm -hmm. like she doesn't realize that if she's pushing you this is this is really not a not a good time right to push every time i see a cat gif where a cat is pushing something off the edge of a countertop like i collect them because it's like that's my marlo file that is what she does she does it to lita all the time oh god like lita is an object lita is a cup of milk that she is pushing off the countertop do you have the one where the cat goes to the bar and is having a hard time so he orders a drink and knocks it off the bar <laughs> no. and then asks for another and then knocks it off it's so awesome it's really good it was the day after i i turned in my book i had to go to a meet i had to go to a school community council meeting at school while i'm sitting there uh i'm getting frantic um texts from the woman who was picking up my kids from school and she's saying that Marlo was throwing up and they had had to pull over to the side of the road because Marlo was throwing up and had anxiety and what should she do? And there was a lot of back and forth between um, me and the babysitter. And I guess Marlo finally pulled it together because by the time I got home, the babysitter had taken Marlo to her piano lesson. Um, and I pick Marlo up from the piano lesson, drop Lita off at the piano lesson, then, you know, anyway. So I get home and Marlo is at her piano lesson and Lita is in her bedroom, curled up in her signature Lita sort of fetal position with her phone tucked under a pillow. You wonder how her spine can bend like it does. And like that's a casual position. That is a casual her? position. Like she's oh, literally boy. curled into a round ball with a pillow over her head and she's just like on her phone. That's awesome. I walked in and I said, hey. And she's like, oh, hey. And she's like, where have you been? And I said, I was, at, at the, I was at the community council meeting. And she's like, <laughs> from fetal position. That's awesome. I said, oh um, can you tell me what happened today? And it was like I had just opened the fire hydrant and Lita came undone. And she was like, 
this is happening and this is happening and Marlo's throwing up and everybody's hot and then they were arguing and and I thought that when you turned your book in, life was gonna be great. Everything was gonna be just fine. And I was like, what, what? <laughs> She's like, you turned your book in and everything still sucks. Oh my God. Oh, wow. She's like, I have oh, no man. friends. I can't have no friends. And like, <laughs> I still have like six weeks left of school. It's never going to end. Like, it just started coming. It just started spewing. Like, everything that could possibly go wrong is going to go wrong. This, this is terrible. This is terrible. I hate being. Right, like the end of the yeah, world. I hate, I hate yeah. being, I hate breathing air. And I said, okay. I'm going to leave you, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you just be alone. And she's like, are you mad at me for telling you this? <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, that's a lose-lose like, for you. I, really. I'm going to, there's nothing I can say right now other than I'm so sorry that you feel like this. I, I want to, should I get you some water? Should I get you some, some wine? Maybe you could use some wine. <laughs> like at this, at this point, Yeah. <laughs> Ten minutes later, I go pick up Marlo from her piano lesson. She's perfectly fine. She's not anxious. She's not vomiting. I asked her what happened, and she was just like, oh, I didn't feel good for a few minutes. I, lo I love that her scope of it is just so limited. Yeah. Like, eh. Mind you, the story that's being told to me via text by the babysitter is, this is a catastrophe. Like, it couldn't be worse. Like... I imagined like vomit flying everywhere and Marlo's head ripping off. And Lita kind of led you to think that yep. that actually might have been yep. the case. It was like the apocalypse had happened in my front yard. And I took Lita to her piano lesson. And when I picked Lita up from her piano lesson, she gets in the car and she turns to me and she says, I'm totally fine now. <laughs> what? So they're like, they're both fucking with you in their own way. That's said, ultimately what it is. I said, "Are you okay?" And she's like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened earlier. Like, I guess I just needed to vent." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we need to do that." And she's like, "I feel pretty good." It's like, "Okay, that's good. That's really, really good." I'm like, yeah, that, that's really good because you just put a shitload of weight on me now. So awesome. <laughs> and by the way, that weekend, I took her to go bowling with her friends, and. When I picked her up from bowling, she got in the car and she said, hey, mom, remember earlier this week when I told you that I didn't have any friends? And I was like, uh-huh. She's like, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> oh, God. She's like, I shouldn't have said that. I don't know where it came from. I'm, I'm really sorry that I put that on you. And I'm like, you know what? You just, this is what happens when you're your age. You just got to sometimes let it go. Oh, yeah. Well, but not even when, I mean, how often do you and I just randomly text like an all caps paragraph of some spew of mm -hmm. whatever mm -hmm. without actually even expecting any kind of a response back just because we need to say it somewhere. I mean, it's pretty regular. Yeah, just to get it out. I think what I expressed in the caption on my Instagram photo was like, it's maddening just because the pace is so relentless. Like, it's like, oh my God, I haven't had a break from my kids in weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And... You can't really show them how maddening it is. Like you have to hold your shit together. Like, and sometimes we lose it. We do. But like, if oh, they yeah. if they knew how like sometimes you wake up in the morning, and you're like, oh my god, the mountain that I have to climb today. And 
making sure that the rumble stays beneath the surface. It's something that so many of us struggle with, whether you're a single parent or not. Anytime with kids, because if, if you let them see that, I think most kids see that and immediately think they're the cause. Like, I'm yeah. the burden. I'm the reason this is happening. And it's it's not untrue, but that's not the way to see it. I don't yeah. know if that makes sense. It's like, yeah, they are the cause because all of these things are happening, but it's not a bad thing. It's just incredibly busy. It's incredibly busy. N- having having to pick them up from school as well now, I, I'm in the car basically all the time. That's it. I'm in the car all the time. And that in in with the math homework, I don't want to spend thirty minutes of my night googling how to do these fractions. You know when there's also reading to be done and piano to be done and the other homework to be done, and I want to spend time with my kids. Like I want to spend some quality time because by the time we're finished with homework and all of that, the three of us sort of like retreat into please just let me sit and do nothing for like thirty minutes, and by that time it's time to go to bed. Yep. Yep. I. Yeah, it's funny because I don't remember getting this level of of homework. I feel like it's just gradually ramped up since, you know, we've gone through grade school. But I, I distinctly remember when my younger brother was in, I want to say it was third, third or fourth grade. It got to the point where my dad went into the school to talk to the teacher and and not in a rude way, but basically just said, I know that you have a job to do and you're going to give out homework. And he's like, I'm going to decide how much my son is going to do. <laughs> and then we're not going to do anymore because we don't need for him to be kept busy. We're a family and we spend time together. Mm-hmm. And that was what he did. He just eventually just cut things off at a certain point because it was, there were nights where he would have more homework than I did or my older sister did. And it was ridiculous. You don't need to occupy kids. That's amazing on your father's part. Oh, he was, yeah, he was not having it. Not at all. But because I think some parents, like, they want, it's almost like the more homework they have, the the more they're accomplishing at school. Mm -hmm. Like, I think there's a mentality there with with parents, with teachers. I think it can go either way. But I just, I don't know. I don't need for him to come home and spend two and a half hours a night on homework. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you already think, and everybody has to do it, but that doesn't necessarily make it right. But essentially, they're working a full-time job without pay. Mm -hmm. And then being asked to go home from that full-time job and work another two hours without pay. I don't want to do that. I mean, if someone told me I had to work 40 hours for free and then an additional 10 hours (laughs) for free, fuck that. I mean... And they're also developing social skills. And they're also navigating you know, complicated social structures, you know, within friends, really friends change all the time in first and second and third and fourth grades as classes shift around and whatnot. And the friend dynamic shifts around and she often comes home and says, so-and-so did this in the playground or so-and-so said this in class and they're dealing with all these emotions. And then she gets home and she's like last night, she gets home and she's already in tears when we break out the math homework. She's just in tears before we even start. And I look yeah. at it and I cannot make heads or t- I have no idea. And I was like, what did she say in class? And she just starts sobbing. She, I, she'd barely spent any time on it in class. And I don't know. And she just starts crying, which of course my, my nerves are already frayed at this point from being in the car for, you know, an hour, having been in the car for an hour earlier in the morning, 
for trying to like meet a few deadlines during the middle of the day in the middle of sobbing says i got my i got my sage test scores back for the reading and writing and here it is and she hands me this piece of paper and of course it's she has excelled again once again in the reading comprehension and it's amazing score and i had to pull it from the bottom of my gut to go just to like i had to pull it out and overcome the frustration and the tension and the anxiety to go oh my god this is the most amazing thing ever i'm so proud of you like i had to shift my gears and be like okay she needs some affirmation right now even though you're frustrated as hell heather pull it together give her some affirmation this is what you do as a mom yep and when it was over it was like <laughs> i had just moved a building <laughs> he, yep but and that's how it felt to her too i mean like yeah. whether she showed it at the time or not like that's why you do it yeah and with and i know we've talked about homework before but honestly because it's like three quarters of life it's it's worth conversation for lexton the the rule with math has always been as long as they try like it never gets graded it's always like completion based and as long as they try on everything then that's fine but the reality is if you don't fucking know how to do it for one you can't really try right and for another if you try and do it wrong you're just setting the wrong way to do it in your head yes and there's been there's been nights where i've told him very specifically like i've sat with him and i'm like okay put a question mark and write like i need help or something to indicate that we looked at it but really didn't know how to do it and then he gets docked points and it makes me fucking livid because i don't know what else to do like i we're, we're trying but you can't try to do something if you don't know how to do something yeah Lita's Lita's honors math teacher. I think I we talked about this in a previous episode. She said that in the in the um, incoming meetings at the beginning of the year, she said, "I don't give homework." You may be upset about that, but if they don't know how to do the Pythagorean theorem, going home and doing it wrong twenty times is only going to make it worse. Right. Exactly that. Yeah. Exactly that. Yep. And so I am absolutely. If this continues. Um, Next year, I'm going to look into what they, I guess it's called Mathnasium. We talked about this. Oh, yeah. there's get, That's here. I think it's like a chain, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to look into doing that. I know it gets worse, especially worse in fifth grade, having been through that with Lita already. I would like for us all to remain friends. <laughs> yeah, that would uh, that'd probably be good. That would be, that'd be a positive. Yeah. I'm just trying now that the weather is nice. At least it's nicer here. We've had really beautiful spring weather finally i'm trying like right after school because like you said once you pick them up like that's it you, you can try to work but it just ends up being more frustrating than anything else mm -hmm. so i've been trying to take him now that he's skateboarding to a skate park just for a half an hour to like burn off whatever energy because they never go outside like there's no recess anything like that just to do that and then coming home and saying, okay, now it's time to do the homework. And it's making a pretty significant difference in terms of his just overall attitude. Really? Like he got to get outside, move, blow off some steam. And then he, he feels better about having to sit down rather than walk out of school, get in the car, come home, walk into the house and do homework. You know, so it provides a really nice buffer. Assuming he doesn't break that. his writing arm, then it's okay. I may try that because yeah. we've gotten 
we've got some better weather here too. And I would love, she, she was outside all weekend long with friends and, well, that was another thing is that she was in and out. So this house is tiny and right. the front door just opens into the kitchen living room. There is no corridor. There is no foyer. There's, it's just the door opens into the house and it's a clunky door. And so getting it open is hard and shutting it is hard. So she was coming in and out and in and out. And I was like, please decide which one you want, please. You're driving me and the dog crazy because the dog cannot be trusted in the yard. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the dog was trying to slip out every time she came in and out and in and out and in and out. She has a, a, a sock problem. She takes off our socks and just leaves them wherever she takes them off. Right. And she had But left never them. together, right? I never. Mean, well, like one here, one there. She's gotten, she's gotten better about that. There are now actually two of them, but they're always in some random place. And this time she had left them on the countertop, the Gosh. countertop in the kitchen, yep. dirty socks. So she comes inside with her friend and a kid from next door. <laughs> and I am the mom, man. I am the mom that I was scared of when I was her age. <laughs> she walks in and I was pointing at the socks and I was like, do you see what I'm pointing at? And she's like, uh-huh. I said, what am I going to say to you? And she's like, this shouldn't be there. I said, actually, next time you do this, I'm going to throw them away and I'm not going to replace them. And eventually you're going to have no more socks and I'm not going to buy you any more socks. Do you understand me? <laughs> did, but did she care or did you get like an eye, like an eye roll she, response? She, she, she just nodded her head at me and both of the other kids are looking at me like, oh my God, we she's going to throw back. away socks. <laughs> oh man. What I started doing is and this actually doesn't happen anymore, but I started picking up the random socks and just, I would lift up like his bed sheet and just put them in his bed. <laughs> so at the end of the day, there'd just be like socks in his bed. And eventually he kind of picked up on the fact that maybe if he put them in the laundry, they wouldn't end up in his bed. I it may worked. just start, put, that's a good idea. I may start putting them in her lunchbox. They're, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that will, that will be great. Right on top, so she has to move them in order to get to things. <laughs> but it is, it's funny that I think that that Instagram comment that kind of started this whole discussion, it goes back to, and I, I feel like we've talked about this in one way or another, but there are so many people that feel like anytime you express any level of negativity toward parenting or your children, that you shouldn't be a parent, why did you have kids, you're supposed to be grateful. And I've never really understood that. I Years and years ago on Twitter, I don't even remember who it was, but someone, and I've heard this before, it's not like it was original, but this idea that you always have to love your kids, but you don't always have to like them. Mm -hmm. And I, I really think that's a healthy way to, to look at it. Because there are times I really don't like Lexton because he's being a bit of a dick because he's a person <laughs> that that just happens everybody is like that i know there's times where he doesn't like me but oh, to yeah. acknowledge that doesn't mean yeah i wish he was gone i wish i didn't have kids it doesn't mean any of that it just means we're people living in the same house and sometimes we piss each other off well i've been and there's I nothing mean, wrong with yeah that. i've been blogging about parenthood for 
well over 14 years now, and that comment is just a refrain from, but it's been going on for 14 years of, right. you should be, how, how dare you speak of motherhood this way? You're complaining. Why are you online complaining? Right. Um, As if motherhood and, and fatherhood and just kids should be on a pedestal at all times. I. But that's not, it's ridiculous. No, and I, I was just now thinking about, She's been, she'd been begging me to buy Band-Aids at the grocery store, of all things. Marla? Because, she, yeah, she keeps claiming that she has, she fell off the swing or something, and I look at her arm, and it's like, you can't even see the scratch. And um, she was playing on, uh, she was playing outside on Sunday, and she came in, and she had fallen on the ground. And she's like, you bought Band-Aids, where's the Band-Aids? So I got a Band-Aid out, and I put it on this tiny little scratch on her knee, she starts limping across the floor. Oh my god! Awesome. <laughs> and she's That's like, "Oh, oh!" I said, "You know," and and I could feel the cogs going. This is what my parents felt because I can remember my mom and my dad when I would pull shit like that, going, "I think you're gonna be okay." You know, right. I think you're gonna be okay, and it was. It it felt really good to to be like, oh, this is what my mom and my dad were feeling. This is why they this is why they took that tone. I totally get it now. I totally get it. Oh yeah, yeah. it all comes full circle. Yep. I remember when when Lexton was really little. At one pediatric appointment, I don't even remember how it came up, but his pediatrician, who's super down to earth, she said she basically said just buy a ton of band aids and buy tums. Because Tums are just really neutral. And she said that way, anytime there's like a stomach ache that you know isn't really a stomach ache, you can give them a Tums and that fixes it. And anytime there's an injury, you've got Band-Aids, whether it's an actual injury or not. Then you don't have to really talk about it. Like you cover it up and then they limp off. And it worked so well. I mean, same thing. He would come in and say he cut his left thumb. And then by the time I got the Band-Aid, it had transitioned to his right index finger. I'm like, that's fine. I'll put the Band-Aid on. Makes no difference. I've got two Band-Aids here. We could do both. Yeah, But part yeah. of it is the drama. He finally, finally last last week, ate shit on his skateboard. Oh, no. Finally. It was, I'm just going to say it was funny because he was on like a little half pipe trying, kind of experimenting. He hasn't really done any of the risky stuff yet. And I thought, well, this is, this is cool. And, I was walking around this park, so I pulled my phone out and walked up to the end where the half pipe is, right as the skateboard shot out from under him, and he just went down. Like, the second I pulled my phone out to take a photo. Oh, no. Yeah. Caught himself. He was okay. He he caught himself, though, and kind of hurt his wrist, and then did it two more times over the next couple days on his his right wrist. So yesterday, he's, he's kind of bending it, and he's like, oh, ah, ugh, ah making all these noises. And I said, okay, let me look. Let me see if it looks swollen. Didn't really look. And I'm not denying that it that it's probably sore. But I said, well, can you bend it all the way? And he kind of like bends it just barely up. Ow, oh, oh, I can't, I can't go any further. And in all seriousness, I said, okay, then we need to go get it looked at. Maybe it's sprained. Maybe you fractured something. All of a sudden, he goes, oh, no, no, it'll, it goes, it goes further. I can, it can go all the way up. I'm like, What? You, you've been complaining for days, and now that I say we're going to go get it checked, it's fine. Like, all he wanted was the notion of having this injury, uh-huh. and that was it. Like, that was, that was it. 
the uh, well, he wanted your affirmation that okay, okay, you got an injury, you got an injury, got it. Right. Yeah. I think there's this weird notion too, as he spent more time at these skate parks, because you fall skate like all of the kids there have scrapes and bruises yes. and cuts. He doesn't. So I almost think it's like if if he can put a wrap on his wrist, he's a badass. Yep, like, exactly. Something happened. And I but, told him, like, we can go get an ace bandage. I don't care. That's <laughs> fine. I'll wrap it on. Makes no difference to me. But, oh, man. But it was, it was hard. And then, so right when he fell, I took a photo because that's what you do, you know, and showed it to him when we got home. And he stood there with me and, like, told me what to do to edit it. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. So I edited it into a square with high contrast, black and white. And I said, well, how is this? He said, good. Oh, you need to put the word wasted in all caps. (laughs) So, of course, so I write wasted in all caps in red at the top of the photo and save it. He's like, yep, that's awesome. Where is he going to put it? He doesn't have Snapchat or Instagram. I I told him, I said, well, where are you going to share it? He's like, oh, definitely going to text it to my friends. Okay, well, whatever, whatever works for you. So I sent it to him and he, sure enough, he's like texting it around. That's I, I've an, offered that's with the social, like if you want to share it because your friends make memes and things, we can do that. It's no big deal. But no, it doesn't care. Just wants the, the, the badassery of a skating image. Oh, that's so perfect. It was that, good. That's so 14. Oh yeah, it was. But it, and it was also like, as soon as he went down, I'm like, oh God, here it goes. Mm-hmm. This is, this is it. Like this I said, is how it's going to be. Every skater I know was always in a cast. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm. I'm still terrified. <laughs> I realized after Lita's meltdown that day in her fetal position meltdown, that had been a long day. You know, I'd had meetings and was trying to figure out what was going on with Marlo. And I took a moment before I picked Marlo up from her piano lesson, and I called my mom, and I went out onto the front porch. And I was like, can you please talk for, I texted her, I said, can you talk for like two minutes? And she's like, yeah. So she, she calls and, and I realize, and I'm just like, can I just talk for like two minutes? Can I just get this all out? Because I don't understand what the hell is going on because I thought everything was okay, but everything is apparently not okay. And this is wrong. 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 Apparently wrong. And this is apparently wrong. And this is apparently wrong. And I, what, what, it, what do you do? And she's just like, I know. Just you just gotta let them vent, and I realized I was doing to my mom. I was just gonna say that yeah. what Lita had just done to me, and I said oh, that man. at the end of the conversation. I'm like, oh my god, I just did to you what she just did to me. And she's like, well, you were venting about what she was venting to you. <laughs> but it, you, but is it is the same thing? Like you turn yeah. to her for that same exact feeling of comfort that Lita yeah. turned to you for. I just needed to like talk and say the words and be like. I don't understand. Like, I thought that I had everything like settled. Like I thought I had them both in really good places. And apparently the a tornado came through and just fucked everything up. I just needed to like say that out loud so that I could just process what I was feeling, the intensity in the moment. I get it. Well, it's like there's, I had a therapist at one point who encouraged like writing a letter to a person and then just throwing it out like burning it, throwing it out, like just, but actually taking the time to sit down and write it to get that out. Yeah. And it's the same. There is some sort of like therapeutic feeling behind that, just releasing it. 
even screaming into your pillow, you know, whatever you have to do, <laughs> just somehow like to get that out. <laughs> you got to survive. That's all this really is. That's all it comes down to at the end of the day. It's just survival. It's just survival. It's just holding it together. It really is just holding it together as best you can. Yeah. I did this morning. I did erase everything that I had written on the piece of the math paper. <laughs> did you? You didn't actually send it? No. Uh. I was like, okay, well, well, she had emailed me back and said that she was going to go over it this morning. So I went and I erased everything that I had written. And it took a lot. I, bur- I, went, I burned through an entire eraser, erasing all of what, what I had written. <laughs> well, it was probably extra dark. And extra angry. <laughs> I had underlined several words very, very, very hardly, hard, hardly. Well, but she emailed back quick. That's actually, that's the sign of a good teacher, I think. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. She's a great teacher. They are just, this math program is fucking bonkers. Yep. It is fucking bonkers, this math program. Well, that's one of the things, and, and maybe it'll be that way at, at Mathnasium, but I know with Lexton's tutor, the nice thing is, is that she works in the district um, at a different grade level, but in the district. So, and, but being removed from school when she's talking to me, it's very much like, oh yeah, this curriculum is bullshit. Uh-huh. Like, this is what's wrong with it. This is what's bad. This is what they don't do that they should. Whereas you don't get that from the teacher, you know, because well, the they want you to, to think it's okay. Well, the teacher does have, I mean, the teacher is given the curriculum. Like you have to teach this curriculum. The teacher doesn't get to decide what curriculum to teach. They're like, okay, we're doing Eureka Math. And it's, I'm in the school community council meetings. Eureka Math is not cheap. It costs the school itself a lot of money to do that program because they have to buy workbooks. And those workbooks are thousands and thousands of dollars that they have to come up with. Yeah. And they, the district has decided that this is the math that we're going to teach. And so the teachers are, are like, okay. And they're trying to work with the kids with these concepts that are brand new. Lita doesn't know these concepts. Lita wasn't taught these concepts. So she, Lita, that's uh, three, four years ago. So Lita can't help with the math. And it's like, I don't know. It's really, it's really frustrating um, for those of us who are frantically Googling how to do a goddamn fraction line. That was my, that last night I literally, I looked in the mirror last night. I was like, oh my God, I've been rubbing my eyes and I've created a smoky eye. <laughs> oh God. 
The perfect smoky high. The perfect smoky high. <laughs> Sometimes with the homework, there, and it's actually happened more over the last couple of months, and I can't even believe I'm saying this, but there are times where I feel like it's almost easier if he doesn't go to school that day. <laughs> because he comes home and it's just like, I, I can feel myself on a Sunday bracing. Uh-huh. Like, and it's I know the feeling because before I left my job, I, I couldn't, I hated that job. And every Sunday it was like a knot in my stomach and I didn't want to work on Monday and it was terrible. And I started feeling the same thing and I couldn't figure it out. And then I suddenly realized, I'm like, holy shit, I am getting this kind of anxiety about eighth grade homework. Yeah. That's, I, oh my God. Yeah. It's, it's rough. And I, I don't want her to, I don't want her to, I don't want to live like this. No. Well, she doesn't either. I mean, that's the thing. No. I want her to yeah. go outside and play was what I want her to do. Thank, thankfully, she has a, um, a reading and writing packet that she has to do every week. And that includes vocabulary and reading comprehension. And she has to read almost 30 minutes a day. And luckily, she's, she has just like, gotten on a rocket and just zoomed like leagues beyond where she was a year ago and she's able to do the packet by herself so that is a huge that is a phenomenal that's almost as big as lita turning 12 and 13 and being able to watch marlo for me like marlo being able to do her packet on her own is huge it means that I don't have to go line by line by line by line by line. All I have to do is give her a spelling test every day and make sure she understands her vocabulary. Like it, these are, I know these are really simple little details, but they add up so fast. They add well, up they, so quickly. Oh yeah. They definitely add up. And I think even, even if she can't articulate it, it's a huge detail to her too, because mm -hmm. she doesn't need your help. So it gives her that sense of independence and accomplishment where she knows that she can do it on her own. She doesn't have to sit there and have you walk her through it. And that has to feel good to her. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's got to be, even, even if for, for no other reason than mom doesn't have to nag me to do this. Like, I can just do it. That's huge. And last night, she's sitting at the piano, and she's going through her lesson, and she turns around to me and she says, because I'm sitting at the countertop, and me just being and the piano teacher was right about this with Lita, me just being in the room is going to help just because she knows I'm there. It's just like the, me, my presence in the room is a comfort to her while she's going through the difficulty of getting the, the notes right. And she turns around to me and she says, can you come over here and count this out for me? And I said, Marlo, you've played that song four times now. I think you can count it yourself. Mom, please. And I was like, Marlo, try it yourself. So she turns around and she does it herself and she's like uh and then she does another one and then she does the final one and she finishes <laughs> and she's like can we be done for the day and i'm like yep that's plenty to do for today and she gets up and she goes and she goes i have to do this and she goes and she puts her head in one of the cushions on the couch and she starts screaming see screaming into a pillow screaming into a pillow except that it was not frustration it was i did that myself like i can't believe i just did that myself i cannot believe i just did that myself like it was it was frustrated happy screaming that's awesome yeah that's really good 
Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, God damn, if I smoke cigarettes, there'd be a pack gone right now. <laughs> a pack gone. Oh, man. And we're only like two days into the week. <laughs> yep. See, everything was supposed to be better after you submitted that damn book and everything it's my still fault. sucks. It's my fault. It still sucks. It still sucks. When she said that to me, it kind of like threw me up against the wall. She's like, I thought everything was going to be better once your book is turned in and everything is still terrible. It's so awesome. I mean, it's not, but oh man, what a whirlwind though to go through the the texting chaos with, with Marlo and mm-hmm. then that venting from Lita and then both of them are fine. Well, in last night when we were talking about the difference between Marlo and Lita. Lita said, so I was really good at like age nine and 10 and 11. And I was like, yeah, you, you've been great. And she goes, and then I got a little complicated, didn't I? <laughs> oh my God. And she totally knows. <laughs> she laughed a little bit and I was like, well, maybe. <laughs> That's awesome. She did laugh about it. Yeah. And I'm glad she could laugh about it. I mean, she totally sees it. She can see, wait, wait a minute, I was completely irrational like an hour ago and I'm totally fine now. Which I think is a huge, especially at, at only 14. I mean, obviously the ideal situation would be, I don't need to be irrational. I'm going to turn this around. But the mm-hmm. fact that she's at a point where she can look back and say, wow, that was not necessary mm-hmm. is huge, I think. I think like, yeah. that's a really big step. Like I said, she's she's be beyond her years and when it comes to maturity and it's very self-aware of her to realize that and even sometimes while she's ranting and saying that everything is gonna everything is gonna be destroyed and awful and we're all gonna die like she'll go and i know i'm complete i'm completely dramatic right now but i just have to say that everything is terrible i know that's not true but it feels (laughs) like that (laughs) that's awesome it's like just rational behavior mixed with completely irrational behavior just happily mingling (sighs) oh man oh i have to i totally this this just happened too so i don't know does does lita school like are they doing anything big at the end of eighth grade because she goes into a new school next year right yeah it's called promotion is what it's called okay oh oh god yeah um her uh, language arts teacher told her that she wanted Lita to try out for the speech. They a, a few students give speeches at the promotion. Okay, like a graduation speech type thing. Yeah, and she came okay. to me and she said, "Are you okay with me doing that? Would you help me?" And I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Yes, yes, I would. I would love, I would love to help you do that. I used to win. I used to win speech contests, Lita." And she's like. <laughs> She rolled her eyes and she's like, of course oh, you did. Of course you did. <sighs> oh, man. But so, well, for, for Lexton, they don't, I don't think they do any kind of promotion or graduation, but they take like a, a big class trip. I mean, not a trip, but like a day trip into Chicago to ride this huge, like a boat tour in like Michigan from Navy Pier and it's like catered and there's music and wow. Big, yeah, big deal. It's not a duck boat tour, is it? It's just a regular it's, boat? It's it's not. It's like a huge okay. yacht type boat. Wow. So they sent home a note and it's like, you know, it costs X and yada, yada, yada. And I read this thing like 10 times because there's no deadline on it. Like they all say, you know, you need to return the note by X with a check or whatever. There's no deadline. And he got the note a month ago. So of oh, course, no. it's fine, right? 
And, and I always send, whenever I get things like that, I always will send them to, to Heather, to Hex. And she even came back. She's like, well, when is it due? I said, well, I, I don't know. It's not due. So obviously we have some time. So then I get an email from his teacher that says, I'm, I'm assuming he doesn't want to go because he never turned it in. And he's the only kid on their, on their team and oh, their like group no. of classes. So I, I looked at the note again and I, t- I typed this really long email, which I eventually shortened considerably. <laughs> that was along the line that was like, my life is on deadlines. This has no deadline. If it has no deadline, it goes to the bottom of the stack. And I just went on and on and on and on and on. <laughs> and if I reread it, I'm like, okay, that I probably don't need all the details. So I deleted it all. I'm like, sorry about that. I didn't see a due date. Just took care of it. He'll turn in the slip tomorrow. But I read it again and it's so infuriating because that's how that goes. I mean, if someone says, I need this in three days, you have it in three days. Yes. If someone says, I need this, eh, then that's how you treat it. Because clearly it's not that important. Oh, man. So did you get it turned in? I got it turned in and I, I read the email to Lexton. And of course, immediately he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, there's no. And then I, I like I handed him the paper. I'm like, you tell me when this is due. And he read it. He's like, well, there's no date. I said, yeah, exactly. So it's not your fault. Let's just fill it out. Bring it in. He's going. It's all fine. Well, but you there was to- no like response from the teacher that said, oh, yeah, sorry, we forgot to include that. There's nothing. You need to um, take a forlorn photo of your face and put it on Instagram and say <laughs> and complain about deadlines so that someone can leave a comment that says, if you didn't want to have to deal with deadlines, then you shouldn't have taken a job with deadlines. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'll do that and I'll tag the person who commented on your post. <laughs> and like if you're looking for more miserable looking people head over to my head over to my profile you'll love if, it if only she knew how miserable i was if only she had... <laughs> this photo does not do the misery justice you have no idea how miserable i was you, i'm actually really really good this is a me on a good day <laughs> right. oh man and it's on i mean i know that by the time this this goes live it's gonna be thursday but god it's tuesday Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's one of those weeks where it already feels like Friday, but I'm also panicked by the fact that Tuesday is almost over. Like, mm-hmm. it has felt like forever, but I still have not had enough time. Okay, so I I have to go to New York next week um, for a meeting and a fundraising lunch. Like, it's ah, one okay. of those things that I have to show my face at. And is this uh, um? Every mother counts. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, which is, it's nice because I'm going to be able to, you know, to sit on a plane and not have to do math homework. Right. And I, but the pace in New York is not a break from normal life at all. And I'm not complaining at all. I get to go to New York and it's going to be great. I get to see my colleagues and friends and it's going to be a great time. But the planning of getting my children taken care of while I'm gone because my mother uh, is selling her house, so my mother cannot watch them until the weekend. And I'm gonna, I have to leave to be at a meeting on Wednesday morning. So I have to arrange, f- I have to find a babysitter uh, for the during the day, and I have to find a babysitter for the night. And they have, not only do they have piano and dance that week, they also have therapy. Like 
the scheduling of beforehand of getting all of this together, um, yeah, is a little daunting with just the normal, the normal, you know, having to go to the orthodontist tomorrow with Marlo. I have to get a mammogram scheduled somewhere. I got to take care of my boobs somewhere in all of this in. chaos. <laughs> There's, that, I think. That's just it, though. It's like that balance. Like, it's exciting to be able to sit on a plane. It's kind of a break. Like, you love this organization. There's a lot of good. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't change the fact that there's the challenges surrounding that. No. Like and I, having to deal with childcare, like, to, to arrange that, mm -hmm. it takes a lot And hoping that it doesn't effort. fall, like, hoping that none of the, the pieces, you know, sort of fall apart. Right. I really like I've had this mammogram reminder sitting on my desk for over a month now. And I'm like, when am when am I going to go do this? You got you really got to do that. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah, but it's that. like I need to I need to come back from New York, get my life back in order and then go in and get my mammogram. Because before then, I got to take Marlo to the orthodontist. And we just had her eyes done last week in the middle of the day. Ah, you know, it's just. <laughs> yep. Yep. And then I go in to get the prescription, and they tell me that she has to be with me in order to get the goddamn prescription. Really? Are yes. you serious? Yes, because the lenses that she wants to keep her same lenses, but in order to fit the frames into the lenses into the frames, they have to send in the, the frames, and they don't have any of the same. But it's it's a complicated reason that he gave me, and I just wanted to throw the prescription in his face and go. Do you understand? <laughs> I like even just to come down right now and give you the prescription here took, you know, a good 45 minutes out of my day. And you're telling me that I, that that it was worthless, that I have right, to come and do right. it again. What? That's when you're like, why don't you why don't you get in the car with me? <laughs> I, I will bring you to her. <laughs> We'll take That's care what of it. I wanted bring to back. do. I almost did. I, I was almost so desperate at that point that I almost reached across the table and was like, can you come get in my car with me and I'll drive you to her school and you can do it right there in her classroom, please. Yeah. I, it's always like, you always forget the one thing uh -huh. you have everything. You make sure you have everything you get there. And there's like the one thing that there's no way you would have known that you forgot. Yeah. Which in this case was your kid, but you know. <laughs> At least I didn't. It. At least I didn't leave her at school. I picked her up. I picked her up from school. That's true. Today. Yeah. See, it's a silver lining. That's what it's all about. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I ended the Instagram post with tomorrow again. Ahoy! You know, let's do this. Here we go. That's what we do. This is what we do. This is what we do. We get up and we do it again. This is what we do. We don't have a choice. Right. There is no choice. You know. And being right. able to laugh and vent about it and, like, find community and camaraderie in all of it, like, there's no better way to hold it together than knowing that other people struggle to do so. So, Yeah, and there. that's what's so great about the social, about posting butthole. things like that. Right. <laughs> or not the, not the buttholes, but the people who are like, yeah, I totally get it. You're not alone. Like, it, just to hear that, to know that there are other people out there that are going through the same thing. And for the other people who read it, they're like, oh, God, it's not just me. Mm -hmm. We all we're all miserable <laughs> together. We all have our miserable moments. We do. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's okay. I think that's the key. Like it's okay to have the miserable moments, and it doesn't make you a bad person or a bad parent or anything. You just sometimes life throws some shit your way. 
Sometimes lots of it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. That sums it up. I did kind of, when I read that comment, I kind of shot my arms in the air and I was like, I still got it. Still got it. Still got it. I can still piss the people off. There it is. There it is right there. There's my mark right there. I pissed somebody off by speaking the truth about the reality of parenthood. I did it again. Which is, but the thing that's really awesome is she saw it. And according to her comment, even from the grid, even from the, the, the explore page, she knew you looked miserable. Mm-hmm. And she clicked on it anyway. Tapped the photo anyway, <laughs> took the time to read the caption, and then took the time to write a response that's like three times longer than your caption. Yeah. So what the... I mean, I see plenty of things in the Explore page that I think do not look interesting to me, so I don't look at them. I, I just don't get it. I don't go to the Explore page. See, that's even better. I mean, you know, you end up there, though, if you search for something. Oh, that's the only yeah. time I ever end up there. So I'll see it. And I'm like, that That looks worthless. No wonder. <laughs> you know. I don't know. Everyone has their own. Their I feel own better thing. now. I will tell you that. I feel so much better. I feel yeah. a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. It's the venting. It's the venting. It's just like getting it out and just blah, blah. Ugh. Thank you, Manic Rambling Spiral, for let me doing to do to you Alita did to me yes paying it forward I feel better right? I'm sorry I didn't say I have any friends That I'm sorry I put that on you sorry I made you carry all of that extra weight in addition to the other confusion oh man as always we would love to commiserate with you over any and all issues related to parenting children it doesn't matter if you are a polygamist it doesn't matter if you are a single parent or a co-parent or you're married and we, we all, we're all in this together. We would love to hear from you. Um, please, uh, you can find us anywhere online at Manic Ramblings on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can always send us uh, e- email at stories at manicramblings.com. And until next time, butthole. Many thanks to Tan Lines for the soundtrack, to Lisa Congdon for the cover art, and to Ryan Coomer for his expertise with the editing stuff. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.